0: Welcome to Salcido Paranormal. It is Sunday, March 5th, 2023, and today I'm sharing true paranormal stories from the web. As always, you can find all the episodes of the show along with links to social media and other ways to contact me at the podcast page. And that is com. That's S A L S I D O paranormal dot podbean dot com. Always happy to hear from you all whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions or stories of paranormal experiences, whether they're your own or from others that you trust. Happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them. Um also quick thing I want to mention, I did I put it in the um the Discord of the other day and it's one of those things I don't like to mention too much, but um I recently figured out how to add um basically uh links to places where you can donate to the podcast if you would like uh that would be um through paypal and then venmo um so if you would like to to help out with that way uh you're welcome to it's never expected but um definitely appreciated if you are able no worries if you're not you can always help out just by sharing the show with everyone and uh Telling others about it, so. And thank you all for being here to listen. um, Whether it's for the live streams. Or if you listen to the YouTube or podcast feeds as well. So. um, Just wanted to put that out there. And. uh, Yeah, so. Looking at everything. um, Here for the week. uh, It'll be. True stories from the web today. And then uh, Tuesday. Um, and then Paranormal News tomorrow and Wednesday. And then um, some kind of a book review on Thursday morning, Wednesday night, Thursday morning. So haven't decided on that one yet. I'm working on a couple of things. So, um, so yeah, I haven't really nailed that one down just yet. But uh, there will be some kind of a re- review show on, on that usual night so, or day. So, um, I think that takes care of everything, and, uh, with that, I can get to the stories here. So, let's see here. Um, hope everyone is having a great weekend. Um, it's funny, I was, uh, out earlier tonight with family, so I went and visited visit with family, and, uh, and then came back here and got back just in time to find the stories for the show. So, Glad everything worked out. Um, This first story is regarding uh, sighting of a possible UFO. It gets right into it here. That's why I wanted to mention that. It says it was black and had no tail. The front had four lights. One red, one green, and two white. And very bright headlights. In quotation marks. And the back was a less bright white light. The red light was blinking and nothing else. I saw it take off, or at least I saw it at the lowest part of its journey before it spun toward me, but not at me, and started flying away. It was flying above a wooded area and went over my hotel, but stayed low in the sky the whole time. The part that makes it so weird to me is the noise it made. It wasn't a jet, it wasn't loud, and the noise was constant and not related to its speed. It sounded like radio static mixed with a pulsing air sound. Finally, it rose straight up at first before flying forward. I don't think planes can go straight up, right? I'm not shouting, aliens, aliens, aliens. But it might have been some weird stealth tech or something. And that's where that story ends. Um, I think uh, stealth tech is always an option. Um, So, can't really rule that out. But um, the the most interesting part to me in that story is... Not even so much the lights, but that radio static sound that it seemed to make. I don't think I've ever heard that before. Um, so, that was different. That was the, the one thing that stood out to me from that sighting. That I don't think I've ever heard in relation to a UFO before. I've heard of people seeing things that look like almost like they're made of, like a, a TV static. Um, and even I can't—I can't remember any stories I've heard of or read where people heard radio static, but, um, but yeah, that's an odd one there with that whole that noise being associated with that. So I don't know what to make of that, but that's a a neat sighting. whatever that was, um, sounds like they're pretty sure it wasn't a regular jet. I do think there are vertical takeoff planes, but they're specialized, I believe. Um, so, I don't know. Sounds more like it's our technology, Matt Sal says. Could be. Um, it's just the radio sound um, to me stood out, but maybe it could be our, our technology. Who knows? It's always hard to tell with these things. Um, but again, UFO does not necessarily, as they say in that story, does not necessarily mean alien, so, um, hard to say, but, uh, I always like to share those stories just in case others have similar experiences, so, um, that was the first one I had for today, let's get on to the next one here, and, uh, hopefully my heater isn't, uh, bothering you all too much, but I've had, uh, a <laughs> negative experiences before when i've tried to keep that turn that down all the way when i'm doing a show and then turn it back up again it doesn't like that it it sort of would not want to work for me after i did that so i've kind of had to uh just leave it where it is (laughs) if i want to stay warm so can't do a ton about that um but anyway getting to the next story here let's see here this one says oops i just lost my spot i don't know what it says there we go it says this happened around december of 2021 i live in a small very quiet suburban neighborhood i was going on a walk at around eight or nine at night it was as quiet as usual and dark as there's no street lights I walked a couple of miles and only saw two or three other people. A couple miles, my gosh. Um, it says, as I was walking, I crossed a small street to reach the sidewalk ahead. A few seconds later, I started to hear footsteps behind me. They were f- further at first, maybe 40 feet off. At first, I assumed it was just another walker, so I ignored it not trying to stare or be rude. As I continued down that section of the sidewalk, they started to get closer and closer and I started to worry that someone was trying to rob me. They got closer and closer until I heard them literally right behind me. So I quickly quickly turned my head around to look who was there and the footsteps instantly stopped. I scanned the area closely and there was absolutely nobody there and nowhere for anyone to hide. I turned back around and kept walking and after a few seconds I heard them again. I wanted to make sure I wasn't just imagining things so as I was walking I quickly stopped and then heard three more footsteps behind Uh, behind me before they also stopped I looked back several times again as I got closer and there was nobody whatsoever I was at the end of that section of the street and at a crossroads where I would usually turn around so I jogged to the other side and went back on my way home the footsteps completely stopped after that section Absolutely nothing. I have walked on that street hundreds of times before and never heard anything like that. And to this day, I get this eerie feeling whenever I walk on that section of sidewalk. <clears throat> so that's where that story ends. Um, that is an odd experience. I've had similar experience, um, where, but it was inside. It was indoors. I think I may have talked about this before on the show. Um, I used to, there was a, there was a church near, near me that used to, I don't know if they still do or not, but they used to let people walk around uh, their, their gymnasium in the morning. And, um, and so I would do that sometimes. I'd walk around. And uh, if I was there by myself, it was never when there were other people there. But if I was there by myself, I would be walking, and I would be hearing footsteps on the opposite side of the gymnasium. Um, but they wouldn't really, they wouldn't really sound like echoes. There's a difference. I, I, I don't know if, if anyone if that makes sense, but uh, to me anyway, there, there's a difference. I can tell when things are echoing and when they aren't. And when it's a sound coming from another part of a room. Um, and it's and I would what I would do is to test that. I did, I did the same thing the writer did there. Is I would be walking and then I would stop. And then I would still hear the footsteps for a little bit. But then they would stop. Um, so I don't know what was going on there. I wonder um, when it comes to that. Of course there's the instant fear reaction like the, the person had in the story. And I don't, I don't blame them. But I wonder if in some cases there's just some kind of overlap either between time like points in time or and or even some kind of a spirit realm. And um, maybe the person wasn't intentionally following you but you both just the the writer and then someone else just happened to pass through this one area, <clears throat> where due to whatever circumstances, I'm guessing involving energy of some kind, um, they were able to hear each other. I wonder, um, I wonder about that because nothing else seemed to happen, and it never happened again for them, by the sounds of it. But um, so I don't know. I know that, like I said, there's always this this instant... In a lot of cases, people have this instant reaction of fear, and I understand that, but... When nothing else happens, it makes me wonder what else is going on there, what else could be going on there. So, um... I'm glad that nothing else happened, although they say they had an eerie feeling after that, whenever they walked through the area. I wonder if that was just because of the memory of that event, or if they gained some kind of a sensitivity of of the area, or at least were more, paid more attention once they were in that area. And that's why, the, why they had the odd feeling. So, um, but again, all we have really here is questions, as usual. So, which is fine. Um, going on to the next story here. Let's see here. Um, This one says, um, there was uh, stuff moved in my sleep and this was never explained. says, I'll keep it simple. My sister's bed is next to my bed. So close, I use it like a nightstand. I put my clothes for tomorrow and my glasses on that bed before I went to sleep. The glasses were at one end of the bed while I was on the other, and the clothes were on the same end. I woke up at around 2 a.m. for some reason and started playing a game on my tablet when I was going to go to the bathroom. I went to reach for my glasses only to see they were gone, and my clothes were messed up. On the side of the bed closest to me in front of my face. I initially thought my sister just moved my things, so I was just annoyed at first and started looking for my glasses. And while doing that, it made less and less sense to me that this was the case because my sister didn't live there and she didn't have keys to the house when I did find my glasses they were at the foot of my bed with my chargers I put them on and this is when I really took in the situation I went to the bathroom very confused and kind of creeped out but my grandmother lives with me so I just tried to stay calm and decided to ask her in the morning In the morning, when I asked, she said she didn't move any of my my stuff and never got up last night. She said, I probably sleepwalked, but that just doesn't seem right to me because I've never sleepwalked before. And I'm not at the age where it just starts happening as a teenager. When I'm stressed, I can experience insomnia and exhaustion, which triggers episodes of sleep paralysis. But no one's ever told me I sleepwalk. And I'm not a particularly heavy sleeper. Plus, the way I tuck my feet in when I get to sleep under my sheets was the same when I woke up. And I don't know much about sleepwalking, but I thought it's simple motions and repeated behavior. It's a nonsensical pattern, yes, but it's almost too perfect. It's my conclusion that it was my grandmother, but I just don't see that either. Because she doesn't sleepwalk either. Just something weird that happened. And that's where that story ends. Um, and I don't know uh, what to make of that one either. Um, I wonder if it's some kind of a, um,. Maybe something that they could have... See, I've, I've had a couple of times where... I, I, um, One time, I actually answered my phone in my sleep. But then I just left it... Like, I, I answered my phone when it rang. Because I have a cousin that lives in California. And um, so he'll call me. And... it's um, I was earlier over there. So sometimes when he would call me, it'd be, let's say... 10 or 11 o'clock at night, or over it where he was, but then that would make it 1 or 2 in the morning for me. And this is before I became more and more nocturnal. There was one time I remember waking up to hear my cousin's voice coming from in front of me. Well, apparently I had my, grabbed my phone when it was ringing and pressed the talk button and then set it on my stomach while laying in bed. And I woke up to my cousin saying hello, 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 over and over again. Um, But if there were things that were moved for this person, if they were moved beyond their reach, then that doesn't make sense. That doesn't really track. Um, I mean, I guess maybe technically it could still be something to do with sleepwalking. Maybe somehow they were able to get back into the bed just the right way. But um, I don't blame them for thinking it might have been something paranormal. So, I'm wondering um, if there's a history of anything going on in the house other than just that, or if that was the only event. Um, hard to say. But, uh, interesting story there regarding moving objects. So, And speaking of that, I have one more story about that, only this one is a little bit different. This one says, sorry, I'm not much of a writer, but I thought this might be interesting to someone. So here goes. There is the spot in my childhood home. My brother calls it the empty spot. When you walk on it, over it, you get a sensation in your stomach, like you're falling. Uh, Let's see here, one moment, please. Okay, sorry about that. My nose is bugging me. Still is bugging me, but it's a little better now. Um, back to the story here. Um, okay, it says, One time, my brother and dad and I were getting some coffee, and my dad dropped his phone. We all heard it hit the floor, but the phone disappeared. It would not ring if we called it. Or anything. So a couple of years later, my brother and I were hanging out and heard something hit the floor. It was our dad's phone in the empty spot. And that's where that story ends. Now, I've heard a lot of stories about things vanishing and even vanishing almost within a minute, but I've never heard of one where. The, the writer actually was there to witness the, the, the vanishing of the object and then the object reappearing in that same spot. That's the amazing thing with that story is that it appeared to... Apparently, it, it vanished and reappeared in the same spot. And then that... Yes, that, that, that's, yeah... And then it, so it showed up at the same spot. Um, yeah. Um, Jen in the chat says, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Derek says, oh, wow, like a Bermuda Triangle in their house. Yeah. Something odd going on there. Um, and so I thought that was just amazing. And, and you know, I can see some people maybe, maybe writing it off, just thinking, oh, that's made up. But if you think of all the stories people, I mean, I've shared on the show and then just anything you've heard before people talk about things vanishing and then reappearing. And so, to me, it's not that far out there compared to any other, any other story of vanishing and reappearing objects I've shared in the show or that I've heard or read before. It's just that in this case, the, there was verification of the object when it vanished and when it reappeared. And there's multiple witnesses. Um, I really would like to know uh, more about that. I wish that they, they could have, they would have put down more about the phone and if it had been, I mean, was the clock on the phone still set on the same time as it had been when it left? I mean, there's so many things I want to know about that phone. Um, was it even on when it reappeared? I think it's also amazing that you have it's an electronic device, so was it was it dead? Was it basically was there any power in the thing i I really this is another one of those a lot of stories I mean, you always think I'd love to have more details, and some yes, some no, but this one definitely I really wish there was more. um details. Regarding that phone, and if it, I mean, I'm wondering if maybe it worked normally after it reappeared, and maybe that's why they didn't say anything else about it. That'd be amazing. I bet the, um, I wonder how many updates, and I'm not even joking, I I wonder how many updates the thing had to go through to get back to working again normally. Um, I don't know. But, uh, really amazing story there, and that's why I wanted to end with it, so. Um. Makes you wonder. You hear about these large areas that are said to be hotspots for paranormal activity. What if there are tiny ones just like that? And you never know where they're at. So um, that's all that we have for today. Uh, thank you all for listening. I'll be back tomorrow to cover paranormal news on the next episode of Salcedo Paranormal. Take care, everyone.